So if you've been with us over the course of the summer, you know that since the beginning of this month, we've been doing a special series that we've entitled Finding Ourselves in, in the Story of God. And the idea of this series is that we've invited a few folks, both from within St. Peter's, and there'll be a couple folks from outside of St. Peter's, some friends of ours, who we've asked to pick a, a passage of scripture or a verse, a story from the Bible that has been particularly meaningful for them in their lives as a way of showing us, like, how do we find ourselves in the story of God? How do we intersect with the story of what God is doing in the world? Um, so as I was thinking about who to invite for this, um, someone who popped into my head was John Berkeley. Um, so um, most, many of you know John, some of you may not, um, but John, um, I know John and his wife Poogie from my former church, All Angels, um, from years ago. And we um, had actually not spoken for many years. And then um, in 2020, John's been very open about this, um, but he was diagnosed with cancer. And um, we reconnected um, over email um, around this time and I was praying with him. And because we were during the pandemic, we were all online. And what that enabled um, John and Poogie to do was to be able to join us um, on our live stream. And that's where they first got introduced to St. Peter's. Um, so by the time that you know, John kind of felt well enough to come back in, and we were back in person again, um, John, John and his wife were able to come and join us in person. So it's been just such a delight um, to have him and Poogie as part of our church community. So John is an artist, um, but he's many other things as well. He's an artist, um, he's been an educator in art institutes before. Um, he has this great, um, I don't even know how to describe it, it's like almost like performance art character called big hat where he literally will come and wear a humongous hat and then you've just got to google it and, and see it for yourself but it's like you know common social political commentary it's creating art it's interactive and all to create this larger conversation about what does it mean to be a human being in the world um, and so this morning, um, John is going to share this passage uh, with us, and um, he was, uh, I think, uh, when he woke up this morning, was not feeling as well, and as you can imagine, when you're not feeling well, to kind of stand up and, you know, talk for 10 or 15 minutes can be challenging. So we just touched base right before service and thought that maybe instead of him doing that, that he and I could sit here, and I'll just ask him a couple questions, and he could share about how this passage that we read this morning has been meaningful for him. So... Would you join me in welcoming John Beerkley? Right. All right. John, let's have you come over here. Or actually, why don't you, you totally feel free to sit over here. Okay. All right. Let's see how. Let's do a little sound check. How's this? Can you hear him okay? Can you hear him okay? All right. Awesome. All right. Well, this is fun. It's like a talk show. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I did spend some time introducing you, but I don't know if you want to, if there's anything else that you'd want to say about who you are, if uh, uh, you'd like to introduce well, yourself. Yeah, I think you, I, I'm, I'm quite uh, flattered by how you described what I do. I really enjoyed how you put that, so thank you. Um, Yes, I am an artist, and that's what I've done pretty much all my life. And God has really blessed me in so many ways, uh, you know, throughout uh, in, in uh, just uh, helping me use that gift. And, 
you know, make a living, and but also just, uh, uh, I hope, um, you know, um, share things as you described uh, about really what what it means to be a human being. And, yeah. And uh, uh, and I think of it very much in that way. That, that that's really what my vocation is: is I'm trying to tell my story while at the same time listening to other people tell theirs. Yeah. And I find that that dialogue is exactly uh, what we need with our Lord, with yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, why don't we just jump right in? So when I had asked you, okay, John, is there a passage that you feel like has been particularly resonating for you or particularly meaningful for you? Um, you kind of immediately came up with the story of Jacob wrestling with the angels. So can you share with us what it was? Yeah, well, you? when you uh, asked me if I would be interested in doing this and then said, you know, what, is there a passage that's uh, uh, been in your mind lately? Well, it was pretty immediate because right about the time you asked me, which is what, six weeks ago, two months ago, um, I had, I woke up that morning and uh, I could hardly walk because my hip was uh, just in such incredible pain. And I, as you mentioned, and I, and I am open about this, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2020 and it's been pretty up and down, this uh, dealing with this. And, um, but that passage, immediately came to my head because I thought, oh yeah, the, the hip story. <laughs> yeah. I've been, you know, and, and so interestingly, I had done a series of paintings some 30 years ago based on that passage. And I'm not even certain why I was interested in that passage some 30 years ago, but it's very interesting how God's word speaks to you exactly at the time you need it and exactly the way you need it. And well, when I woke up that morning, I was really grateful that I remembered that passage. And because I couldn't figure out why this was happening to me. And I thought about uh, the wrestling match that Jacob found himself in. And you know, who is this that he's fighting? Who is this that he's wrestling? And that's exactly the question that I've been having since I was diagnosed. Uh, but especially that morning, uh, why God? Why, why is this happening? Who, and who are you? Mm. Who are you? What, why is this happening to me? Mm. And uh, so I delved into this, that scripture. I started looking at it and I started reading some other things that had spoken to me about this in the past, and, and um, I, th I think I had mentioned to you that I used to read a lot of uh, Martin Buber, the uh, uh, Orthodox uh, rabbi, and he had a book called I and Thou, which described that relationship between God and, and, and a, a human being. And so, mm -hmm. but it's very much about what happens in, in our lives as Christians. We're having a conversation with God. And that wrestling match, who is that? Is that God? And, and, but Martin Buber put it this way, it's a man who is not 
a man. Hmm. And it was like this disease. Well, it's not, God hasn't given me that disease. And in fact, that wrestling match was, was me uh, showing up and facing what was happening to me with God uh, in, my, in my corner. Mm. God was not testing me, but supporting me. Mm. And I was so grateful to be able to, to see it this way. And I thought also about, uh, I, right about the time I was diagnosed, uh, Desmond Tutu died uh, of prostate cancer, but he was about 90. But he was diagnosed about the same age as, as, as I am now. And yet he continued his work with apartheid and dismantling it, which just seemed remarkable. And I read, so I started reading a lot about Tutu and, and somebody asked him, how does cancer, how is your struggle with cancer affecting you uh, in your work? And he said, well, um, it's making me a better healer. Hmm. And I, again, kind of went back to the Jacob passage, uh, the, the passage about the, the hip. And, um, and I realized that that's, uh, in, in, a, in a very direct way, actually, God was empowering me. And uh, by, um, uh, or actually, I guess that's not really the word I want. The, God was healing me through this process, this wrestling. God was actually touching me with his healing hands. In the passage, it says, I, I, you know, this man injured me. Hmm. But I think we heard a few weeks ago uh, that idea that um, uh, what was meant for evil, uh, God meant for good. Hmm. I think it's something like mm -hmm. that. And I realized that that's how I need to enter this uh, struggle that I'm having with cancer is I need to be able to see how God is really lifting me up and supporting me and, um, and literally healing me uh, in, this, in this struggle, in this yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, you know, in all the conversations that we've had and watching you go through this journey with, in, um, with being diagnosed with cancer, like one thing I haven't seen you do is kind of be like, everything's fine. And like, you know, God's with, like, I feel like you all, you've been so honest um, at the same time with like how things have um, been challenging or hard. So it's not like you are kind of pretending like everything's okay or like all is rosy, but somehow I've seen you like kind of carry these really hard things, but with God too. And so what has that experience been like for you? Like carrying something really hard and like how have you, exper like, how have you experienced God in the midst of the challenge? Um, kind of showing up with you and yeah like how has that impacted your relationship with God I guess well one thing that's happened you know I look for the silver lining in things and that is a gift mm -hmm. that God has helped me with because it's not easy to see silver linings yeah 
uh, in a, when you're going through something like this. But there's many. And my family, my sister's here today. Uh, my wife, I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm much closer in my relationship with them. But I also recognize that that's how God works. You know, and my relationship with God has been so in, in, enriched. I mean, and, and I mean that almost just kind of sounds. It's not enough of a word. It's 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 like my. Uh, it, it's like this when you breathe in, and we do that in the examine. When you breathe in, that's the breath of God coming into me and I have never felt it so profoundly that every breath that I'm able to take is, is the life breath that God put into me the day I was born and when I breathe out and we do this so unconsciously all the time so I'm breathing in and that's God giving me life and when I'm breathing out that's me returning my life to God mm. Um, but when we are so unconscious about these things, we don't think of it like that. But to me, uh, now I'm much more conscious of this. Every breath counts. Mm -hmm. And so that life-affirming breath, mm -hmm. that life-giving breath, has never been uh, so beautiful to me. And, uh, you know, because I'm an artist, it just, it's... It's made my time in the studio so much more enjoyable and wonderful mm. because um, I have a place to express that. Mm -hmm. And as I was saying, telling, telling my story, but also hearing other people tell theirs, well, this, now it's, it's like, I'm hearing God, I'm telling God my, when I'm breathing in, God's telling me my story. Mm -hmm. When I'm breathing out, I'm able to tell him mine. Mm -hmm. And he listens. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I've never had such a profound uh, sense of how, how much God really cares mm -hmm. and really listens yeah. to uh, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of comes down to that, that this, it's like pure love. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, but, yeah. Well, I'm struck by, I've actually have never thought about that story that way of like God, you know, like how we typically think of like the, the man that he's wrestling with being of God and injuring, injuring him. But you saying like it was—it's not God injuring me, but God like be with me and helping me be a healer. And so I'm curious, like as you've been in this particular journey with cancer, like um, I don't know, like how has that shown up in your sort of relationships or your just your interactions with people? Like, have you seen any kind of difference in that, or how have you seen a difference? How have you seen a difference? Oh. In your um. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, at first, 
I didn't want to admit to anyone I had cancer. I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want to tell my coworkers, you know. I didn't want anybody to know about it because you're showing your weakness, mm -hmm. you know. And even in something as simple as walking down the street, you know, I, you know, I'm a big guy, and you know, and as you know, I, I you know, I, I lived in Bed Stuy for years. How do you walk down the street? You just kind of walk down the street like, yeah, you know, don't mess with me, right? That doesn't work anymore at all. But you're trying to keep up the appearance of strength when you're not strong. Mm -hmm. So who do you go to? You go to God. Well, you can. You don't necessarily. But if you do, you find that you're embraced. So my re relationship with God has been really transformed is in that I have s so much uh, trust. I'm relying on that trust and I'm, and I'm not doubting. You know, we all doubt, you know, we, we doubt everything about God all the time. You know, it's like, really? God can help me with this, you know? Mm. Um, but I think I'm, uh, I guess like Thomas, right? Mm -hmm. Doubting Thomas. This is curious, one of the first paintings I ever made was a little copy of a Doubting Thomas sculpture. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the whole thing about trusting God for everything takes so much pain out of my day to day. Um, I just went through a surgery on Friday, which is why I'm having to sit down here today because I wasn't so sure I could stand up for 15 minutes. And sleeping is tough uh, and it's painful, but I'm able to actually now praise God even when I'm going through some real painful moments I'm finding that if I'm able to just express directly to God thank you God I'm still here thank you God I know you're pulling me through this thank you God I know you're sitting in the other room watching over me especially feeling that lately when uh, my sister came and my brother was here for the surgery and it's like they, they were sitting in that other room, like they were agents of God. And, you know, it's like the, the, our, one of our greatest uh, uh, little bits of philosophy, I guess, is love thy neighbor as thyself. And I guess that's how we... Um, also love God. And I find that um, that's really where I'm at, is that um, I'm recognizing how God is working through uh, everyone that I'm interacting with, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Even the people that are kind of scary walking down the street. I don't know how, but somehow I'm not scared of them. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I first was starting to feel really weak, it's like, uh oh, I'm really vulnerable walking down the street. Mm. You know, uh, you know, 
and you know how that happens in in our city you know elderly people get targeted all kinds of people get targeted people who look weak get targeted and so you that fear runs right through you and I had never experienced that you know because of my privilege basically and uh, so that was an eye-opener that oh this is how a lot of people feel all the time so there's a lot of empathy that I think I thought I had, but I didn't have it to the level I do now. So I find myself doing funny things, like when I'm walking on the street, and I'm kind of hobbling down the street, and I'll see another person hobbling down the street, and we talk to each other, and we, you know, we cross the street together. Watch yourself, you know, and so it's like community, the space in between. Yeah. You know, me and you yeah. is different. Right in this space, that's yeah. where God is. Yeah. God is right there. Yeah. You know, the in-between. Yeah. I think that's another thing I've learned is that that, you know, communication between people, it's really what happens in between yeah. is where God is. Mm which is to say all around yeah. and right there. Yeah. My mom used to say, I, when I was very little, I, I asked her, so what is this Holy Spirit? My mom used to say, what, she, she wouldn't know quite how to answer, but then she used to say to me, oh, well, the Holy Spirit, just think that God is right behind you. He's like a ghost, but he's not a ghost, and he's just following you. He's right behind you. He's watching you, hmm. taking care of you. Yeah. So, and another go-to passage, which I almost, I probably would have gone with if it, I hadn't had that hip thing happen, was the 23rd Psalm, because it was my mom's favorite song. Mm. And I have memorized that. And that's how I get through the MRIs. That's how I go, I just, yeah. I, I just, and I memorized it when my mom was not doing well. And she's still around, she's 96. And that, you know, it's, so it's just like, it's kind of a conversation between me and my mom and God is right there yeah. with us. Yeah. Well, I've been so struck since we reconnected in 2020 with um, just your openness, you know, with what you're struggling with, um, you know, the questions that you've had and just, um, just your openness with your journey and uh, with cancer and, you know, what you're saying about um, vulnerability and how that's like connected you more with people. I feel like that's so true. I mean, when I see you, um, I feel like your vulnerability and like, you know, like I know John was like really into exercising and like very strong and like, you know, at, at your, at, tell everybody how old you are. 70 years old. He's 70 years old. <laughs> and he's like way stronger than most people I know, or much younger than him. But I can see how people are really drawn to you because of your vulnerability. And like, I know that that was a struggle, just, you know, embracing that experience of weakness. But it's like, I've never seen anybody who never shows weakness, who's able to really connect with other people. You know what I mean? And I feel like your, this experience of your vulnerability has really like, not only opened you up, but like, I think helped others to open up to you as well. And it's really beautiful to see. Well, 
I can only praise God for that, mm -hmm. for all of that. Yeah. Um, and I guess my hope is that in whatever time I have left, um, that I will be able to express, uh, you know, how, um, how loving God is mm -hmm. to us and, and to all of us, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as the vulnerability thing, you know, it's, uh, that's a gift to be able to uh, feel that. I, I love yoga. I can't do it right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just praying that I'll be able to do my yoga again. Because yeah. you, you're right, I was really a fanatic about staying in shape. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit, and but I felt I needed to do that. And ironically, the doctors tell me that's how come I'm doing as well as I am through this yeah. process. Uh, but I remember another thing. You said it in a sermon not long ago around Good Friday. I think you started the thing out. We're all going to die. Is that what you said? Oh yeah, <laughs> it was Ash Wednesday. Ash yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, and I. Of course, we, everybody knows this, but we don't pay attention to that. We don't think that's true for us. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody's going to die, but that's not going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. Not like that. Mm -hmm. I actually was so stunned by that when you said that and grateful to hear it because mm -hmm. I said, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And um, so... Weirdly, I'm seeing this as a gift now. Yeah. And I think back to Jacob. Obviously, it was a huge gift for, for the man who became known as Israel. Yeah. And a gift to all of us. Yeah. Because he sustained this injury that it had to be pretty darn painful. Yeah. You yeah. know, some demon had to put a pain on that, to put a hurt on him like I wasn't even experiencing. Mm -hmm. And he got through it, and not only did he get through it, as it, the passage says, looking into the face of God, and I think that's another part of it, is you are looking into the face of God. Yeah. Which Scripture tells us that's going to kill us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Isn't, am I misquoting that? I mean, it's, no, like, it's like we're going to die if you look directly. If it's like God looks into your eyeballs, that's it. Mm -hmm. You're done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but not when he's approaching us with his mercy and his love and his grace mm -hmm. and his powers of healing. And uh, so I'm actually weirdly grateful for, yeah. for where I am and I'm so grateful that I was that we found our way back into this fellowship here with with uh, with you at St. Peter's and it's just that's how fellowship is yeah We're, and I think it's like that God takes us where we need to be he yeah. shows us the scriptures we need he gives us that word and I've noticed that so much 
Yeah. Just again, walking down the street. Yeah. These little acts of kindness yeah. that happen, whether it's yeah. me trying to be kind or somebody else, just for no good reason being kind. Yeah. And uh, my sister Kirsten, she's here visiting. We're walking around Jackson Heights, where, where we live now and we love, and it's like, everybody's so great. I mean, I know everybody on the street and everybody's, you yeah. know, and, and it's just great to be a part of a community where there's that kind of respect. Yeah. And I, I think that that's because, like my mom said, the Holy Spirit's right back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, a good word for us to um, maybe close out our, our conversation. But we didn't want to end today without um, praying for you. Thank you. Um, and just having a chance to respond to what you shared with us um, this morning. And so um, I'm just going to invite us to, um, if you feel led to, to just stretch out your hand towards John. I'm going to lay, it's okay, lay my hand on you. I'm, I'm going to stay in the chair. Yes, please, stay in the chair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's pray together. God, as I just sit here in the presence of my brother John, I'm just remembering um, another John from the Bible, the Apostle John, and how um, he's described um, as the one that Jesus loved. And God, I just feel your love for John, how you have watched over him his entire life in every season. God, that you breathed into him that first breath of life that he talked about and how you have given him every breath that he has ever breathed ever since. And God, we know that you will love him even to his very last breath on this earth. And God, knowing that in that moment um, that it's not the end, but it is that moving into the life after life always there, just like his mother said, that the Holy Spirit is always present with him and always will be. And so we lift up our brother John to you. We just thank you, God, for the wonderful community that you've surrounded with him. We thank you for Poogie and for her love and her care for him, his family. Thank you for the, the medical professionals, Lord, that have been walking with him in this journey. And we thank you for the healing that comes through modern medicine. And Lord, as you um, command us in scripture, we also just pray for that supernatural healing, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you that um, your desire for John, your desire for all of us, God, is, is wholeness. And, and how, at the same time, amazing it is, God, that even in our weakness and our vulnerability, that we are healed. And so we just commit our brother to you, we thank you for his life and his testimony, for his story and the way that it interacts with ours. And God, that um, just as your word says that we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. And so God, we, as we walk with John, 
um, in his journey, as we walk our own, in all the ways that we also struggle, and maybe it's not cancer, or maybe it's something else, um, but God, that each one of us is vulnerable, and we need you. And so we just pray that um, from John's words today, that these will be like a seed planted in our hearts, and that whatever soil that we are carrying with us, God, um, in our own lives, that this seed planted, Lord, would bear great fruit, beautiful fruit, Lord, and give us strength for our own journeys, Lord, as we wrestle um, with what faces us. God, thank you for your healing, and let your healing pour in and through us. God, we just respond to you, Lord, no matter what it is that we are going through. Um, we sing your praises, God. We sing your praises. Lord, we bless you. We respond to this word, Lord, with praise and thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for sharing so much.